What happens to a place when people move through its confines? Do we leave a mark? Something unseen but real nonetheless? Can these structures, these monuments of wood, stone, and earth retain a piece of us? Is it simply our energy being transferred like a memory, or is it more sinister? Can these places trap our soul, and if so, how long before we go mad? Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Scary Real. Uh, I am one of your hosts. My name is Adam, and uh, over on the other end of this beautiful internet connection, we've got the one and only Jr. Hey, hey! I am very glad to be back, and I'm. I think I'm more excited because we got like a a fun one this week to kind of go along with you know that all too sacred holiday here in the United States St. Patrick's Day. Absolutely. It's it's uh it's a a day of celebration. Um and I hope that uh as you're nearing that day or uh, or getting over that day if you're listening to it after um that you're recovering nicely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this will drop a couple days after, but you know the way that St. Patrick's Day is celebrated here in the United States, it might be the only country that really celebrates it this way. Um, uh, there's, there's probably almost positive there's more than one or two or 60,000 people still hungover. So. <laughs> exactly. So may, may our smooth voices coax you <laughs> out of your hungover state and, uh, and ease your burdens for about an hour here. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. So, as I alluded to, this week we're talking about St. Patrick's Day. Um, and like I said, it's something that we take very, very seriously here in the United States. Uh, I don't think there's anyone who really jokes about it. Whether they love it or hate it, it is taken very seriously. Um, that goes from... Dying a river green in the city of Chicago, mm -hmm. which if you live in the U.S., you probably know that. If you don't, we literally dye an entire river green. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and have a giant uh, parade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's parades everywhere. There's parades everywhere. Yes. Uh, anyway, all the way to the world's largest inflatable leprechaun in Hot Springs, Arkansas. So... Yeah, even the hillbillies, like, uh, I'm sorry if you're from Arkansas, I don't think you're all hillbillies. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, whether you are or not, uh, I just can't believe that you guys put a large inflatable leprechaun. The world's largest. The I, I, world's largest. I need to see this one day in my life. So, But that's trip. also coming from, you know, a self-proclaimed <laughs> redneck here. Like, I'm a hill rod, too, so... <laughs> Well, I, I'm I'm thinking we need to make that a a podcast destination. Uh, we'll go down there and record an episode and check out the largest inflatable leprechaun. Yeah, I just I want to be near it. I want to I want to sense its aura. Although yeah. after this episode, you you might not want to uh, you might not want to be a near a, a leprechaun. So. True. True. Yeah. 
That leads us into this week's topic, leprechauns. Yeah, I've, it's so fitting, you know, when we talked about, obviously we knew this was this day was coming up. It's like, let's have a little fun with this and, and talk about um, St. Patty's Day. But really, let's talk about the leprechauns. Um, I think, what would we, is this falling more on folklore and cryptid than it is uh, obviously paranormal, I guess? But it's just a fun uh, thing to talk about. So It's still scary as shit, so. Right. It's all that matters, right? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, You want to give us a little background? Absolutely. So this this is coming from Wikipedia, which is a great place to pull some uh, some nice information. Um, but n- some of this might not surprise you, some of it might. So here we go. Um, a leprechaun is a, a diminutive supernatural being in Irish folklore, um, classed by some as a type of uh, solitary fairy. Um, they are usually depicted as little bearded men wearing a coat and hat who partake in mischief. Uh, so that's basically me. I have a beard, I wear hats a lot, and uh, I'm short, so... <laughs> I might be a leprechaun. <laughs> I'm not, I don't maybe, have red hair. Maybe sorta. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I do partake in mischief. Okay, anyways. So in later times, they have been depicted as shoemakers who have hidden a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Uh, leprechaun-like creatures rarely appear in Irish mythology and only became prominent in later folklore. Uh, then, in 1993, a leprechaun escaped the box he had been imprisoned in and attempted to murder Rachel Green, a.k.a. Jennifer Aniston, in pursuit of his gold. Uh, yeah, that's really the legend we're all familiar with. Um, so, <laughs> I was hoping you hadn't you had just skimmed that part and you, when you got to it on the script. You were like, wait, what? <laughs> I did. Well, yeah, as I'm reading through this before, I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, Wikipedia stuff, got it. And I'm like, go through the stories, and then I'm like, wait, what? How did I miss this entire line about... <laughs> well, in, in 1993, a leprechaun, I think yes. we're all familiar, mm-hmm. escaped a box that he'd been imprisoned in, and he, mm-hmm. he tried to kill Rachel Green. Thank God she survived. She went on to um, spend her daddy's money and almost get married to Barry and finally end up with Ross. So. Yeah, yeah. This is the uh, the legend that is now taught in all uh, schools in Ireland. So um, <laughs> we will accept no further history revisions at this point. So, <laughs> if you're not familiar, I think it's like Leprechaun at number five or so. Who the hell? No, was it's the going? original. The original. Is it the the original? very first. The oh very first God. Leprechaun was Rachel Green or Jennifer Aniston getting. Wow, have you seen? Yeah. Have you seen any of the Leprechaun movies? I've never watched one. Mm-mm. Okay. Right. No, a little too hokey for me. Yeah, real real silly. I'm not really a slasher flick kind of guy or, you know, like that kind of mm-hmm. horror movie. Um, not really my thing. I mean, right. I've watched several of them over the years, but right. I don't go out and pursue them or anything like that. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, Doesn't mean I, I don't know about Leprechaun and Rachel I, Green. Absolutely. I, I can see the box image uh, while walking through my video store growing up, um, <laughs> sitting there on the shelf and thinking, this looks dumb. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a really, really bad, like, evil leprechaun mask. Early 90s, like, low-budget horror, like, special effects. So right. that's all you yeah, need yeah. to know. Yeah. Lots of lots of pointy teeth and... <laughs> 
angry wrinkles on the forehead. So. Pure, pure ridiculous. But yeah, it was her first film, I believe. So yeah, I think you're right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. so. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's roll into our first story. Yeah. Um, so our first story this week is from Reddit user MMYNOT. And if there's a way to pronounce that, I'm probably showing my age by not knowing it. So, uh, <laughs> I think you're this is titled, <laughs> this is titled, had a strange leprechaun experience. I had an encounter. I have never been able to explain. When I was 10, I was wandering through the backwoods behind my house on St. Patrick's Day. By that point, I was well aware that leprechauns were not real, so I wasn't looking for anything as so much as just killing some time. No neighbors behind our house, no anything, just woods. I knew the woods very well and was extremely comfortable spending days wandering around. At one point, I stopped walking for a bit and was just looking around when I heard some sticks break. I looked over, fully thinking I was about to see a deer, when all of a sudden, out walks a seven-foot-tall leprechaun with orange hair. (laughs) No mask or anything like that, just a huge dude dressed as a leprechaun in the middle of the fucking woods with orange hair and a beard. He didn't see me, and I totally froze up. So, so that's so, a new one. <laughs> that's definitely a new. I okay. I, I we are, we are never making fun of people's stories, but if I can't add a slight bit of humor, uh, what am I doing with my life? So uh, yeah. basically, he saw Conan O'Brien walk out. <laughs> this this is the image. Just a seven foot tall, lanky dude with orange hair. <laughs> and it's a amazing. Beard. I would uh, I would freeze too because I'd be like, why is Conan O'Brien in the woods behind my house? I don't understand. Well, either that or Sasquatch was really getting into the festivities that year. <laughs> he shaved it up, then I like really trimmed it. <laughs> Toes all the way to the neck, man. Like just got it all. He thought, I'm gonna celebrate in yep. style. Yep. Got my green leader hosen leprechaun outfit and my hat and i'm good to go <laughs> oh my god oh, could you imagine though being I, like 10 right i i mean I, I'm, I'm literally just thinking about me as a 10 year old who number one was scared of everything so i would have <laughs> just started peeing i think in the woods luckily there's a lot of trees around but um yeah i i don't know i would have I would have probably like freaked out and ran into a tree or something stupid. So, so, and here's, here's the, I, we'll get into it in a minute. Anyway, let me, let me move on with the story. Okay. So he goes, I watched him for maybe 10 to 15 seconds. The only thing I can remember thinking is I can't do anything. I was frozen, but somehow managed to yell out, Hey, you, <laughs> what? Yeah. Why well, don't do that? Well, yeah. Why? <laughs> That's got to be one of those like brains locked up, and that's like the only thing it can manage to do. Because if you're able to consciously decide what to do and what not to do, hey, you is the last thing you should be doing. <laughs> that's that that one doesn't add up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nope. Uh, hey, so 
Uh, <laughs> dude stopped in his tracks, turned his head, looked at me, sort of grinned. I lost all courage at that point, turned around and ran faster than I ever have in my life. I have no That's clue right if choice. he gave chase or not, but in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no clue if he gave chase or not, but in my mind, it felt like he was right behind me and I never slowed down or looked back. This experience has driven me nuts ever since because I just don't know how to explain it. Nobody knew where I was going, so it couldn't have been a setup. I asked my parents and they both say they didn't have anything to do with it. And honestly, they just thought I made it all up as a kid. Thinking about it as an adult, my best guess is that I saw something that my brain just wasn't able to process, and my mind turned it into something that I could understand. Since it was St. Patrick's Day, I ended up seeing a leprechaun. I honestly have no idea, and it has stuck with me for years. I've never seen anything paranormal, or whatever you want to call it, before or since. Also, I've always hated the fact that in a world where people see ghosts, UFOs, and Bigfoot, I had to see the most ridiculous thing possible. (laughs) (laughs) I figured I would throw it out there and see if anyone has any explanations or similar experiences. Uh, I love how self-aware he is, or this person is. For sure. I I just had to see the stupidest thing. How the the hell do you ever recover from that? Well, I saw a giant seven-foot leprechaun. That's not even... That's just stupid. It makes no sense. Oh, boy. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love it, it too. Well, again, like... Yeah, you go you go to your parents and you're like, uh, I just saw this seven foot leprechaun in the wood. They're gonna be like, Okay, no more sugar today. Did you start drinking? Yeah. Right. <laughs> just like what? No, here's what I was gonna say earlier. What's even more frightening is <laughs> what if it was just some tall ass dude? Because I mean you're a ten year old kid, so it could just be like some six foot six foot five you know somewhere in there kind of person you know which is still tall don't get me wrong but you know as a 10 year old kid everything seems bigger so right you know like how many of us go back to our elementary school as adults and we're like oh like everything's small you know like (laughs) yeah but when you're a kid everything's huge right so anyway you know I think what's more frightening is what if it's just some tall dude <laughs> dressed up on St. Patrick's Day just wandering through the fucking woods? Like, what are you doing in the woods? <laughs> well, like, yeah, and I, I mean, there's a plausible explanation of, like, just some drunk asshole walking through the woods and he's just yeah. like, yeah. There's a kid. Lost. I'm going to grin at him weirdly, you know? <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> Or he thinks, I'm seeing a leprechaun in the woods. <laughs> So he's just excited and going to start chasing him because he's like, where's my pot of gold? <laughs> but also, who lets their 10-year-old just wander around in the woods on St. Patrick's Day, like, in, at night? Like, what? <laughs> uh, well, I... I, I mean, uh, it could uh, be yeah, during the day, but I really hope there's not a tall-ass dude dressed as a leprechaun drunk in the middle of the day. I mean... Well... Don't underestimate people's ability to start celebrating early. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but they're usually at a bar, not in the middle of the fucking woods. True. 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 I uh, I will say most of the time their their focus is turned to the bar, but you know, you know. 
Who knows? Hmm. Either way, no matter what, it's weird and creepy and it is. Slight, slightly hilarious. So. Yeah. Yeah, we really appreciate that story. That's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, moving yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. So, now we got another story here. This one is from user uh, RBR. No one? <laughs> Noon? I don't know. All right, Ron Burgundy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Ron Burgundy? Um, (laughs) I don't know. R-B-R-N-O-O-N-E. So you decide. But we think it's R-B-R, no one, or noon. So um, (laughs) I don't know, man. Okay, it's St. Patty's Day. Just we're celebrating in nature. Okay. um, (laughs) In nature? Are you recording outside? <laughs> I'm waiting for the leprechaun, man. Oh, what are you doing? Uh, um, are you still drunk from St. Patrick's Day? Oh, <laughs> I'm a preemptive, preemptive uh, drunk. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, no. Okay, so this one is titled, My Father's Encounter with What I Think Was a Leprechaun. Um, okay, so my father grew up in the mountain hills of, uh, I want to say, Jalisco. Sounds right. Okay. Uh, During his childhood, they grew up in a small adobe house and had to help with work to bring money or food home. Uh, One night after making it home from working with my grandfather, he went to sleep. He was awakened by what he remembers as a small person that asked him to put on his shoes and follow him. He had something he wanted to give him, but they had to go on a walk to where it was. Um, Okay. I'm going to stop you right there. Because the first thing I thought um, as uh, about this story is like, you you're not like, I mean you're you're a working kid like you know like you're working hard, so you're probably not like really afraid of a whole lot because you're just like I don't know I build shit and I'm like eight years old I don't know like what am I <laughs> yeah. afraid? Of? So it's just like if a little if a little person walks up and is like I've got something to give you put on your damn shoes I would just be like. I guess I'm going to put on my shoes and follow this dude who's got a gift for me. I don't know. Yeah. I guess to me, reading through the story, and everyone will hear this in a minute, it almost seems more like a dreamscape kind of thing. Oh, sure. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. so like a waking dream where like in your dreams, you just kind of go along with things, even though they're fucked up or weird or whatever, you know, because it's a dream. Right. Um, So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, goes on to say, my father said he put his shoes on and followed into the trees, past a field, a small creek, and finally arrived at a tree. Uh, this little person points at the foot of the tree, tells my father there's a treasure there, and it's for him. Where? My father replies. The little man says, in the ground, I have a treasure I would like you to have. Um, he awoke the next morning on his bed at home. Confused, he looked over and noticed his shoes had mud on them. He ends up telling one of his brothers what had happened, and they decided to go over and dig that treasure out. So, yeah, like you're saying, again, it feels a little bit like a dream um, um, and and just like something he's he's imagining. But uh, it gets gets interesting here. So uh, they are. Excuse me. They arrive to the location. The tree stood there just like in my father's dream. They began to dig, and after a couple hours, they are tired and giving up. 
The dirt was hard, and they dug about a meter and a half down, maybe a little more. They were around the age of nine and not that tall, so for them, the hole looked pretty deep. Um, <clears throat> they decided to head home, disappointed. Around a year later, a rancher that lived nearby became really wealthy, and no one around knew where or how he came into all that money. People start speculating about how he became rich, but one stood one stood out to my father. One of the stories mentioned a treasure the rancher found on his property. Um, <clears throat> hearing this, he remembered the treasure he never dug up, and as soon as he got a chance, he returned to the tree. To my father's surprise, the hole looked like it had been dug maybe about half a meter more, and pretty recently. If he would have just dug a little more down, that treasure would have been all theirs. But then I don't think I would be here because his life would have gone a different direction. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, a meter and a half is a, about, oh gosh, um, like four and a half feet. Okay, yeah. So, if they would have dug like <clears throat> basically like another foot, they would have hit it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also as little kids, three and a half feet is probably, you know, half or two thirds of their total height. So yeah, know. for sure. For sure. <clears throat> yeah. And, and to think like, um, you know, again, they, there could have been nothing there, but it does seem like there's a, there's a good chance of there being something there. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so it's just interesting you know, call it a leprechaun, call it a, a spirit or something, a guide of some kind. But it's like, hey, man, there was something guiding, you know, this guy's grandpa to this spot. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, right? We're talking about some weird who knows what kind of creature, leprechaun, uh, there's there's a name for small people like that, I, and it it's actually I believe in one of our later stories, um, hmm. down in like Mexican or you know like South American cultures they have a name for it, and I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. But um, so who knows? I mean, maybe had he dug up the treasure, something. I mean, yeah, he'd be rich, but maybe there'd be some bad luck that came along with it. Who knows? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to sit there and think about the what ifs, but uh, but we don't always. Sometimes we're not thinking about what the other consequences yeah. or things could yeah. lead to. So, you know, things happen for a reason, and uh, maybe he just wasn't meant to find that treasure. So, yeah, yeah, maybe he's better off without it. Who knows? So. Right. Well, thank you for uh, posting that. We're we were glad we were able to share that and. Uh, I think I think these go from like funny to interesting to they get slightly creepier as the stories go on. Right. But first So just want to take a little second here, um a little second, because that is proper English and um, <laughs> remind all of you that uh, you know as a budding new top 10 on iTunes podcast um, hopefully someday maybe fingers crossed <laughs> uh, uh, we need your help 
and we need yes. your help to get there. We need your help uh, to share, to like, to get your friends interested, to get random strangers interested. Um, if you're an influencer, I don't know what that word really means, but I'm going to use it because I'm old. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, try to get people to do things on the Internet that I don't quite fully understand, but I, I hope they can, you know, help us with. So if you have uh, Instagram, you can find us at scary real pod yep and if you have <laughs> tiktok you can find us at uh scary real pod are you sure cha <laughs> <laughs> all right share and uh same thing on reddit and same thing on i think it's all of them right Yes. Uh, well, unless they feel like emailing us, um, because we do have scaryrealpod at gmail.com. So, um, yeah. Multiple ways to interact and connect. We, we seriously appreciate everybody that's been listening, interacting, <clears throat> you know, the, the reviews and stuff we have received. Um, but every single one of those interactions and reviews that you leave, especially on like the big podcast networks of, of like Apple and Spotify and uh, Stitcher, when you leave a review or a comment, um, that really gets people to see it and notice it. It's the algorithm. We can't really like monkey with it. It's just when something happens naturally, then it gets a spike. So um, yeah. every time that happens, we really, really appreciate it. Yeah, we do. 100%. Um, you know, Maybe someday we'll have merch. Maybe someday we'll have all the, you know, fun background stuff. But for now, we're just, we, we ask, please, please, please like, share, comment, um, do all the fun things, you know, comments on uh, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and things like that are, they're better than gold right now. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we really appreciate it if you could do that. And, uh, you know, maybe like the next the next comment we get from you know the drop of this episode on um we'll start reading like the top comment yeah i love that idea give it a little shout out shout out if that's um, a thing shout it out um uh, yes yeah we, we will for sure do that and uh and like like JR said too, you know, uh, as we come up with more merch type things in the future and that sort of stuff, of course, um, you know, maybe we'll pick a random person every month and, and send out a, a fun thing, but we're just not there yet. We're just, you know, we're slowly growing this thing in this community. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, let your friends know, be like, Hey, listen to these two jack wagons talk for an hour once. So, <laughs> you know, cause you're going to love it. I don't, you know. It reminds it reminds yeah. me of us talking. I mean, because that's what I would think. I'd be like, "Jr., you got to check out these guys because they sound exactly like us." Um, and uh, it just so happens that it is us, so that's confusing. But uh, <laughs> but for real, we appreciate you guys. We value um, your input and your reviews and everything like that. So uh, keep interacting, and we will uh, you know get back to you asap as possible. <laughs> <laughs> just you just can't can't not do it can you i can't not i can't not it will uh, happen <laughs> so like he said and uh yeah now back to the stories
All right. So this is from Miss Hope 84. Thank you, Jesus, for a name that I can decipher. Um, (laughs) And this story is titled, The Strangest Thing I Have Ever Seen. This one gets a little creepy. This is where we start to get into a little more creep. All right? Perfect. Um, When I was 10 years old, I stayed the night at my half-sister's house. That's a tongue twister. She told me that her house had a leprechaun, but I thought she was trying to scare me. We stayed up late watching the the Titanic and Coyote Ugly on VHS. Oh, girl after my own heart. VHS, (laughs) Titanic. VHS, Titanic. I know exactly where to stop the tape. (laughs) Second. It's on the second VHS. Is it? I thought it's... I thought it was on the first. Uh, oh, been, I don't know. It's been. A, <laughs> I thought it was on the second. <laughs> I just know that I had to rewind it so it didn't look like I was watching that particular part. The booby when my part. parents got home. <laughs> Kate Winslet. I would marry her right now. I'm just saying. She can <laughs> get it. <laughs> she still got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> Uh, this is this is somebody of our generation. Absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, face is hurting from laughing. I gotta gotta take a second, suck the cheeks in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I was positioned just inside the front door in the di- or sorry, it was positioned just inside the front door in the dining room. She said that was him, so we made the decision to run to her bedroom where she said it never entered. We got up the courage and ran through the dining room up to her room. Now I'm going to I'm going to guess that <clears throat> that sensor cuz we're talking back in the 90s here. So that sensor's by one of those like motion detector ones where it just like goes off anytime it detects some sort of motion, right? Maybe I was personally, I was thinking like a door sensor, like an ADT, like a door open, close kind of thing. Like, oh, sure. Okay. You know, it like beeps every time a door opens or kind of thing. Right. Yep. But who knows? I mean, 50 50 shot there. Um, she says, when we were running up to her room, I turned and on the dining room table, I saw it short, maybe two foot tall. And completely solid black, aside from the white fang teeth that it was showing. It was obviously trying to scare us children, but it didn't chase after us or move from the table. She wasn't even surprised when I described what I saw. She told me that it was a mean little leprechaun who would attach itself to a person or home and steal silverware. And just generally be annoying. Hmm. She said the only way to get rid of it was to catch it with someone you know and rip it into little pieces. Then it would follow your helpful friend home and haunt them instead. No way to kill it. Just dupe a helpful friend and make it their problem. As unbelievable it unbelievable as this tale was 
I know what I saw, and I have been looking for anyone who has seen the same thing ever since. I've posted on ghost pages on Facebook, and nobody has a similar story. It's been nearly 20 years, and I can't forget about it. Has anyone seen anything like that? Yeah, you know, I think, I I don't know if if, uh, this person is necessarily asking for validation of what what they saw but i would say it's like very interesting because you always want the shared experience of like i'm not crazy and i want you know somebody else has hopefully seen this or had an experience that's similar um but uh but yeah i it's just like again like you said a little more creepy and a little more um menacing not overly like ah then it chased us with a knife and you know blah blah blah. it was just more like 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 uh they're the other person uh, in the story said like, you know, it's just kind of annoying. Um, and there's really no way to just get rid of it. So, um, interesting that they like, it doesn't sound like they ever had another experience with it either. So. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I. It, creep factors there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a little kid, would you say 10? Yeah. But not, not, you know, super little kid kind of thing. Right. I don't know. It's, it's just different, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess the thing that gets me is like, how does the, the sister know? Right. What to do with it? Is this a thing that's maybe been following the family? Is this something that maybe, you know, is a half-sister older, younger, you know, from what they're saying, maybe a little bit older kind mm-hmm. of thing? Um, you know, is it, it's it's hard to say, but is it something that's been with the family? And if so, is it something that the family has decided to live with, right? Like, we're not going to put this evil on someone else. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Like, it, or, or you know, is there a little bit of like, hey, I'm the older sister, so I'm gonna embellish this story with with a little bit of my own, you know, um, you know teasing sort of thing. I mean, because my oh, my yeah. brother, my brother was ten years older than me, and uh, and picked on me and my sister relentlessly. Um, you know, and so like he would he would like craft a story um, and was very believable to to like a young impressionable mind. And so not that this is what was happening, but, you know, you can see an older sibling sort of taking something t- a little too far and being like, oh, and then this happens. And then, uh-huh, you know, like yeah. instead of just being like, no, I've also seen it. It's kind of scary. Like you're going to embellish a little bit or something. Yeah. And not, you know, I'm, yeah, but, again, but I, I don't want to poke. That also it. means. Yeah, but that also means you're embellishing on a solid black thing with sharp teeth that stands on your dining room table in the middle of the fucking night. Like, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so know? it's not. Yeah, it's not just like uh, making you see something. It's you saw something, and then your your sibling confirmed. Hey, I've seen that same thing. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super fascinating and uh, and creepy story. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Um, okay, you want to so grab have, the last one here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is going to be a good one. Um, okay, so this last one is uh, from Nine Fingered Bandit ninety six, um, and this one is titled uh, "Duendes in My 
aunt's house. So um, we're going to hear what duendes are. Um, for those of you who don't know what duendes are, they're essentially elves or a leprechaun. These things are either good or bad, but either way, mischievous. Um, the bad ones are said to lure kids away, and the good ones will play pranks on you. So, worst case scenario, uh, it takes the children to undisclosed location. The best case, they're still kind of dicks. So, <laughs> <laughs> not great, either way. Um, <laughs> anyways... Uh, so they go on to say, uh, this happened when I was 13 or 14. Uh, this was probably one of the last times I went consistently uh, to, to their aunt's house. Um, my aunt lived very close to a mountain near um, o, uh, o, Ostapa? Ostaka. Terminal. Something like that. Yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> her husband, my uncle, was a pretty wealthy guy. He sold and bred livestock. He had a lot of horses, cattle, goats, and dogs. Uh, their house was a pretty big place with lots of land for the animals. Of course, their house was very isolated. The closest town was a ways away. Uh, we went there for one year to stay with her, and everything was normal for the first few days. Uh, when the weird stuff started happening was once early in the morning. I wear wristwatches and I take it off to go to bed and put it back on after I brush my teeth and whatnot. Um, I remember waking up, grabbing my watch, and putting it on top of this shelf outside the bathroom, brushing my teeth and coming back to find it gone. I thought for a second and looked around the shelf and under, but didn't find it. I went back to the room I was staying in and looked around and couldn't find it. I thought maybe one of my siblings was playing with me, and I looked around, and all three of my siblings were sleeping on the floor. Um, that's when I started getting not scared, but worried. I went to look around the shelf more and still couldn't find it. I remember saying out loud, whoever took my watch, give it back because I'm getting mad. I walked away to put my shoes on, and from the living room, I could hear a slight noise. It was my alarm on my watch going off. I peeked my head into the hallway, and I could see the blue light from my watch. And that's when I got scared. I walked up to it and put it on and got an uneasy feeling. Hmm. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, I, I, this, this guy's a good visual storyteller because I'm getting the picture of, you know, you're kind of on this, this ranch, um, and you're there with your siblings and helping out, you know, with farm Middle stuff of nowhere. Yeah. And... well. So I, sorry. I I think um, most people our age would know that you know that Timex kind of digital watch. It had the blue glow, you know, the, mm -hmm. the back mm -hmm. glow thing. Like that was like the big cool thing when we were, oh yeah, uh, late grade school, early middle school kind of thing, right? You know, um, you start wearing a watch because you're starting to be responsible. You need to be able to know you know, what time it is, where to be kind of thing. Uh, the alarm was always worthless because you could never figure out how to set it and it'd go off in the <laughs> middle of the night and wake you up. But, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, and again, I like that he's he's sort of saying, like, I, you know, I thought I misplaced it or it fell off the shelf. I mean, yeah, we've all been there, especially first thing in the morning. You kind of set it down and you're not paying attention and something falls off. But yeah. Um, anyway, so 
he goes on to say, I go to watch TV and I see my aunt walking into the kitchen and I say good morning and I ask her if she grabbed my watch. She says no, but to not leave valuables in the open. I ask why and she says the duendes will take them and hide them. I give an uncomfortable laugh and say, right. <laughs> uh, she obviously saw that I thought she was crazy. She told me she was serious and that the duende probably grabbed my watch. In my mind, I'm saying this lady is nuts, which I think that's a fair response. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you've never like heard of that legend or you like have heard it, but you always assumed it was fake, you're going to be like, okay, funny, funny, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so he goes on to say, later on that day, I asked my mom if duendes were real. Uh, she gave me a concerned look and asked why. I told her my aunt said there were duendes in her house. Um, she steered away from the question and just said, if you feel scared, just pray. I didn't think about it much after that. I remember we watched a movie in the living room and I fell asleep on the couch. I remember waking up to a thud coming from the kitchen and footsteps running from the kitchen. The footsteps were light, but still audible. It sounded like a cat running. I see the lights turn on from the hallway and see my aunt running towards the kitchen. I hear her say, Mendijos uh, Duendes, which means damn elves. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, if, you know, some mythical creature was wrecking my kitchen i'd be pissed too exactly and it sounds like she's dealt with it a lot so at this point it's just a nuisance yeah um so he goes on and says i slowly get up and peek in the kitchen and it's a huge mess a lot of stuff was knocked over most of it food i ask if an animal got in maybe a raccoon um, she's aggravated with the mess and just says, Duendes. I roll my eyes and look at my watch. It was almost 4 a.m. I decided to help her clean up. We finish cleaning up in about 20 minutes, and when I help her with the dustpan, it was one of those uh, ones that, uh, like, you have to crouch over to hold it. Um, it. You know, you can't, like, stand up or whatever. Uh, he says, so when I crouch over, I look to the huge pile of food, and I can see either sugar or flour, and made out little tiny footprints. Not like baby footprints, but smaller, like if a lizard had human feet. <laughs> oh. Okay, sure. That puts uh, it in perspective, right? F- for sure, yeah. I'm, I'm getting the picture of, like, you know, just, mm-hmm. like, very tiny but uh, still with the impression of, like, a human foot. So. What was that movie? Um, they, like, lived in, like, the floorboards of people's houses when we were kids growing up. Oh, gosh. Oh, um, man. I, I'm i not going to remember. Somebody's going to know. Please comment. Please comment. <laughs> yeah, but it was, like, it that size. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he goes, I look at my aunt, and she knows that I saw them. She says, I told you, I'm still not completely convinced, so I go to bed and wake up. Nothing happened for a few days. Uh, The last experience I had with these things was when I was sleeping and for some reason woke up. No reason at all. I remember feeling uneasy and hearing those footsteps again as something small was running in front of, I'm sorry, something small was running in front of the bed. I sit up fast and see a small shadow running weird, like it was waddling but still moving kind of fast. All this happened in a matter of seconds, and I turned on the lights and nothing was there. 
I couldn't make the shadow out, but it was small, maybe a foot tall. That's when I started believing in the ship. It was so I was so uneasy after that and was so glad I was out of there. Uh, I don't blame you at all because, yeah, that's <laughs> it, it's like a, it's like this creepy thing that's even if like, OK, semi harmless and it's just being annoying. It's still I, like it's an unexplainable thing that as a kid and even as an adult, I just don't I don't need in my life. I don't yeah. need it in my bedroom or waking me up in the middle of the night. No, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, yeah. Nah. Yeah. You know, so I guess my thing is, right? Like, like the ants, like, ah, the duendes, you know, and damn elves or whatever. Mm-hmm. At what point do you just go, like, hey, guys, here's a bowl of, I don't know, fucking granola or I don't, who knows what elves like, you know, chocolate. Yeah. Like, you know, here's some, here's some plastic shiny coins that I'm going to throw on the ground because. You don't know the difference. You don't have to actually use them for anything. I'm just going to pretend it pretend it falls out of my pocket. You know, like exactly. kind kind of like like the the sister, right? Like, at what point do you go? Like, yeah, we're not going to tear it up and pass it off. We're just going to leave it some food and some shiny things to play with. And you know, please stop fucking my shit up. <laughs> right? Like, like I'm going to build you a tiny little maze to hang out in, and mm-hmm. you know, like I'm mean, it's a but it, yeah, it, it's just it's um it, for for the kid that that perspective. I just feel like um it's it's too many things happening that are just that unexplainable. Like even if you're mm-hmm. not terrified, but you're just like ah, this is scary enough that I definitely don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. And like you know, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, great story. I I mean, yeah. And I've never it's heard a- that. I've never heard of uh, that that particular legend of like Duendes before. But um, but yeah, it's time to look them up. Exactly. So yeah, and obviously they sort of fit into that leprechaun, you know, elf type uh, thing. So pretty interesting. So yeah. So if you're hungover and you're giving us a listen because you just need uh, that smooth, silky Adam ones and twos. Um, <laughs> Or, you know, if you're coming out of your stupor, it's Monday morning, you're back to work, and you just need something to distract you uh, while you work through the the banging migraine hangover headache, uh, I'm glad you listened. Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely appreciate you guys joining us um, every time we post a new episode. And, um, you know, we'll just continue to put them out there. Um, We've got some fun ones and fun ideas we're going to be talking about um, over the next few weeks and months. So don't go anywhere. Keep, you know, keep subscribed. Give us a a rate and review if you have the time and the energy and the. And you just love us endearingly and find no fault in anything we do. If you have a topic idea or a a story that you want to share, please, please, please send us uh, that story or that topic idea at uh, scaryrealpod at gmail.com. We are always open to those. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, and and like we had said um, in the break, I believe, but um, if you leave us a review, um, a comment on Apple or Spotify or any of those, we will give you a shout out on one of the next episodes. So uh, be listening for that. Also, um, you'll be semi-famous. So congratulations. <laughs> Within our small paranormal circle, but still. That's right. Five minutes is five minutes, baby. That's right. And as always, be good to yourself and be good to others.
We'll see you in two weeks. But that leads us into this week's episode. That leads us. Uh, three, two, one.